Okay, I'm recording now. Okay, it's been so long since we've recorded that I feel like I might have forgotten how to do this. <laughs> you know what one thing I haven't forgotten because I put it in my show notes? Huh. To introduce ourselves. Oh, yes. So that's Kenzie. And that's Amber. <laughs> and we're getting over the flu. Yes. So sorry about being... um. Uh, MIA? Yeah, this last week. Yeah. Well, actually, it's been like we've been off and on a little bit because we've both been so sick. It's like every other week. Yeah. At least one of us is sick, but mostly it's been both of us. Yeah. And so like the flu ravaged my house. Um, Yes. It went from one child to mom to another child to mom again. (laughs) here we are strangely enough not to dad dad was smart he slept on the couch (laughs) mom had the kids in bed with her yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. you know i do and he definitely you know made sure he sanitized himself multiple times a day so i just got over being sick and then the past two like uh earlier this week greg was sick and I was so paranoid that literally on Friday night, I just didn't come home after work. I went and stayed the night at my aunt's house. Oh, she's having such a cute sleepover. And then it's not because I want to. It's because I don't want to go home. Yeah. Well, I did want to because my little cousin is so cute and she asked me to. But like it was one of those things this whole weekend where things that I normally would have said no to doing, mm-hmm. I said yes to because I didn't want to be in the house. Like, my aunt was like, well, do you want to have a sleepover with us? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then the next morning, she's like, do you want to come to uh, Avery's ballet class? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Totally. And then later that day, someone was like, do you want to go to this thing at the DIA? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Whereas normally, I'd be like, I am staying home all weekend. Circumstances uh, led to you being adventurous. Yeah, it led to me being social. All right, so we kind of started introducing ourselves, and then we got distracted. Oh, that's, yeah, um, stories of life. The whole point of the podcast is that we tell each other stories from history. Not about, uh, yeah, not not just about what we've done this week. Yeah, it, we also haven't talked to each other, so sorry about the little bit of chit chat. Um, but yeah, we tell each other stories from like history or. Pretty much just anything that's interesting, little known history. We tend to talk a lot about French women who are awesome. Love a good French woman. Love love good historical facts. Just like. But sometimes we tell spooky stories. I do like a good spooky story. Yeah. I have a story for you today. Okay. That is not spooky, but is uh, a fun little myth. Ooh, okay. I love myths. All right. Let me. I'm sorry, I have to stick a tissue in my nose. Give me a second. It's so bad. It's like a waterfall. <laughs> That's how I was last weekend. And now my nose is like, oh, it's it's still it's still not over it. It's all dry from the tissues. Oh no. It's That's bad times. Fault. Bad times here. I'm not even like using proper tissues either. You guys, really. it's rough here in Michigan in the winter. It is it's rough. So you know why? Because it snowed yesterday, like, a foot by me, right? It snowed, like, a tenth of an inch by me. Okay, so, listen, it snowed yesterday. It was freezing, right? 
Yeah. Uh, but then today like a- was like 50. That's what I mean. It's like, of course, we're going to get sick. This is bananas. Yeah. Anyways, sorry about the booger interruption. Okay. So tell me about this myth. Okay. So it is, uh, it's seasonal. It's very current. Oh, um, okay. Is it about the flu? <laughs> the myth of the flu. The myth of the flu. <laughs> no. Is it coronavirus? No. Yes. The no. whole time I was sick, Greg kept telling me I had coronavirus. Of course he would. What an I, Honestly, the coronavirus isn't that much different than influenza B. So like. Yeah, I know. But still. It, it It's a scary trigger phrase, but. Not much more than that. Uh, in fact, more people die from diarrhea. So, oh, uh, just you know, let that fact settle. Wow. In. that's interesting to know. <laughs> um, this is nothing to do with diarrhea or the coronavirus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to. It's let it's you the myth about diarrhea. We'll do a whole episode on diarrhea. I'm planning on it. No, this is um. Much less catchy. No, I think it's pretty catchy. This is about embolic. Have you heard of it? No. No. Embolic? Embolic. It's a, it's a holiday. Okay, no. Okay. I have not. It is one of the four fire festivals of the Gaelic religion, the the Celtic pagan religion. Oh, okay. Um, like uh, Samhain and Beltane. Mm-hmm, yep. So, embolic uh, is the spring holiday. Let me explain it a little bit more to you because it's not just about spring, but it is pretty cool. Okay, I'm excited. You know, I love anything Gaelic. I know you do. So, uh, this one I intended to be last week's episode mm-hmm. because. You know, I had it planned that way, but we got violently ill. So, yep. Just imagine this was last week. Let's let's travel okay. back a week. Okay. So, Imbolic is a Gaelic traditional festival marking the beginning of spring. It is held on February first. Oh. Or about halfway between oh. the winter solstice and the spring equinox. All right. So yesterday, first day of birthday month for me. <laughs> Makes sense. Birthday, birthday month is super important. Yep. So your birthday month literally starts off with a holiday. Yes. That's how it should be. It should be. And you're also going to love who this holiday is about. <gasps> okay. Tell me. <laughs> it's Wait, you. How do you spell it? I-M-B-O-L-C or I-M-B-O-L-I-C. Okay. Some people pronounce it with a G at the end, so Imbolg. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think sometimes the C makes a G sound in Gaelic, but it's all mm-hmm. confusing. Yeah. I'm not Gaelic. Well, actually, I am, but I don't speak Gaelic. Yeah. So. Uh, not many my, do. <laughs> my bad. And actually, I'm part Welsh. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just an attempt to learn how to say like a simple phrase like, hey, how are you? This is impossible. It's just. Oh, yeah. It's for- it's ridiculous but that's that's you know neither here nor there um this holiday was originally a pagan festival associated with the goddess brigid i love brigid 
Yay! So if you know a little bit about Brigid, you would know that this is her jam. This is her festival. This is what later on the Catholic Church uh, dubbed uh, St. Bridget's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, they made her a saint. So yeah. Brigid appears in Irish, Irish mythology. This is for all those people who don't know who she is. I know Kenzie does. I do, but I could always use a refresher. Okay. Well, Brigid appears in Irish mythology as a member of the Tuatha Dinan. Yes. I I, yeah, I said that. Okay. <laughs> the daughter of Dagda and the wife of Bray, who, with whom she had a son named Ruadan. You see, I know words. You do. You're doing great with words. Thanks. I did try to look up how to pronounce some of them. Yeah, they're hard. It is pretty hard uh, because I'm American and words are hard. Mm -hmm. It has been suggested that Brigid is a constitution of the Indo-European dawn goddess. Oh. I said constitution, but I meant continuation. Okay, I was wondering what you meant there, but I was just going to go with it. <laughs> I, I take back what I just said about oh, good with like words. Maybe constitution <laughs> means something else that I don't know about. Let me say that again. Okay. It has been suggested that Brigid is a continuation of the Indo-European dawn goddess. Okay. There's a bunch of dawn goddesses, by the way, that I'm, I think I'm going to do a separate episode on. Ooh, that sounds There's, fun. This just, it's a collection of... Uh, mythologies that all have a distinct quote-unquote dawn goddess mm -hmm. um i don't know i think it'd be pretty cool that would be cool so uh she specifically brigid is associated with the spring season fertility healing poetry and smithcraft Ooh, smithcraft yeah i know she's a crafty gal <laughs> she's the original <laughs> crafter I know. <laughs> Did she Mom, have an Etsy shop? Um, she probably started Hold Etsy. On. Etsy probably. One second. Can you put it in the freezer, please? I can't eat it while I'm recording. Don't give me that face. Okay, fine. Divorce. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Okay. I love your your little disputes. Sorry, Greg got me ice cream, and then he was mad that I didn't want to eat it right now. <laughs> Oh no, Kenzie, you have like the worst boyfriend in the world. <laughs> I know, that's why I said I wanted a divorce, even though we're not married. Oh, you guys are so cute. Okay, so yes, she was the she started Etsy. Yes, she did. She's Queen of Etsy. Uh the Cormac's glossary, which was written in the 10th century by Christian monks, say that Brigid was the goddess whom poets adored oh um i adore her too me too and that she had two sisters brigid the healer and brigid the smith this however well, suggests they were all brigid right so this suggests that she may have been a triple deity oh okay uh either a part of triplets or um because you know back before christianity said twins were the devil Twins and triplets were revered as like a gift, from as, the they as they should be, because as they should be, 
yeah, it was suggested that Brigid was either a, a set of triplets or that she herself was three. She could make herself to be three spirits. Does that make like, sense? Like the three face, like the three face goddess. Yes. You know, or or she was triplets and her parents just really liked the name and they didn't want to get confused about their kids like, and have gosh. to try to like go through names. It's like that one guy who named all of his kids Jay. Yeah, so I decided I'm going to name all of my children after myself, but I'm going to spell them all differently, except for the one that I choose at birth to be my favorite. I will spell the same as mine. I see. That's flawless. How could that go wrong? How could it go wrong? It couldn't. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Thank you. I love it. Thanks. I knew you would. (laughs) I love it. So, yeah, that's... Obviously, what Brigid's uh, godly parents did. Yes. So, Brigid is considered to be the patroness of poetry, smithing, medicine, arts and crafts, cattle, and other livestock, sacred wells, and of serpents. I love her. Oh, well, serpents, you lost me. But arts and crafts brought me back. I was like, I put after this, I was like, oh, a girl after my own heart. (laughs) Everything that I love in here. Yeah, not me. Nope. You, I could do without the serpents. I, so looking into this, it's super, super interesting because, like, she's the patroness of sacred wells. That comes into play later on, but I was like, that's a really weird thing to put in here. I so I really like that, though. I, yeah, I, I, while doing my research on this, even I dug a little deeper. I'm just imagining the scene in Snow White when she's singing into the wishing well, and it's it's Brigid down at the bottom, like, oh, yes, your wish is granted, Snow White. <laughs> Brigid hangs out at the bottom. I'm wishing. <laughs> and Brigid's like, yes, yes, girl, what are you wishing for? I'm here. Yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. Brigid is the friend we all need. Yes. She is also the goddess of all things perceived to be of relatively high dimensions. Okay, so this is really weird. So I was I was feeling it. I was like, oh yeah, poetry, medicine, cattle, serpents. I was like, this all makes sense in in the context of when her myth was like in its full capacity. Mm-hmm. But then I read this next little tidbit and it kind of threw me for a loop. So Brigid was also the goddess of all things perceived to be of a relatively high dimension. Like height. So oh. this, this <laughs> also means high rising flames. Oh. The, the highlands, Ooh. hill forts, upland areas. And activities and states conceived as the psychologically lofty or elevated, such as wisdom, excellence, perfection, high intelligence, poetic eloquence, craftsmanships, healing ability, druidic knowledge, and skill in warfare. All right. All right. I'm also picturing her, like, now, I know they didn't have them back then, but, you know, she's also the goddess of skyscrapers. Oh, you know she is. Like, they should have a mural of her at the Empire State Building. Like, they probably like, do in the basement. Otherwise, it would have fallen years ago. I can't, like, fathom when they, when people were in their 
very beginnings and they were creating these intricate beautifully woven myths Mm -hmm. they were like this one this goddess right here anything high high mentality yeah high physically high knowledge state like that's it she gets us all does that mean she's also a goddess of drugs that get you high probably right i mean she's got to be right that's probably how they came up with it this is and like it screams like goddess of of the buzz right right but i feel like she's also just kind of goddess of everything right maybe that's why they used her as the patron of imbolic or imbolog because that's sort of the beginning of everything that's when things start to melt away and become Mm. new and reborn and if brigid like represents all of these possibilities yeah i like that well and you said didn't you say something about fertility too Mm -hmm. yep yeah so that would make sense with like rebirth and stuff Yep. So the date of Imbolic is thought to have been significant in Ireland since the Neolithic period. Now, perspective on this one. The date of Imbolic has been significant to the people of Ireland since the Neolithic period. Kenzie, do you know when the Neolithic period started? No, I don't. 12,000 years ago. Dang. And it ended... A civilization started to rise around 3500 BCE. Wow. During that time between 12,000 years ago and 3500 BCE, during that, you know, giant gap of time. Right, like 3,000 years. Mm-hmm, people started to use this very specific date, February 1st. And of course, it's not quite always February 1st. Right. It is, it is the middle of the equinoxes so right february 1st is when it usually falls on but it's throughout history been flexible well and calendars changed a lot in that time (laughs) yes they did (laughs) uh thank you caesar yes brigid was said to visit one's home at imbolic like santa claus yes exactly okay let me tell you how (laughs) much like santa claus she she's the springtime santa claus okay So I wanted to, a week ago, I wanted to tell you the story so that we could do these things in tradition for February 1st. Oh, yeah, I wish I'd known this yesterday. Well, two days ago, I would have left out some milk and cookies for her. I, see? Now listen, not just milk <laughs> and cookies. The proper custom of the time would be to welcome her by making a cozy bed, leaving out specially prepared food and strong drink. Oh, Items of clothing would be left outside for her to bless as well. Hmm. In the north of Ireland, a family member representing Brigid would circle the home three times carrying rushes. They would then knock on the door three times asking to be let in. On the third attempt, they are welcomed in. The meal is had and the rushes are then made into a bed. Okay, I like that. On Imbolig, people participated in special feasts and visited holy wells. Ah, the sacred well. They're making yeah. a comeback. They're making a comeback. I hope they sang at the wells. So, <laughs> this is better. So they, the, the people who participated in Imbolic often would visit holy wells as it was a time for divination. Ooh. If you did everything to please her, 
Brigid would protect your home and livestock, among other godly favors. Brigid was known to see the future. <gasps> Just like Professor Trelawney. It, it's adding up. Yes. <laughs> I see you. Um, in the Ireland. We see the Grim. The Grim. You know what, though? Hmm. It's so funny. Okay. I don't want to do a Harry Potter tangent. I'm gonna. <laughs> don't, don't, we just won't even start there. It's fine. <laughs> just one quick thing. I made tea the other day out of the grounds that the tea leaves that Stacy got me. Uh huh. They, they were the Harry Potter ones, remember? Yeah. The Harry Potter flavored tea. Uh-huh. And I didn't even think about looking at the bottom of my cup uh. or anything. So, like, I so I did, but it was the next day when Mitch was doing the dishes, and I was like, "Wait, where's my cup from yesterday?" Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, "My cup? Oh, you already washed it. I could have known if I was gonna die." I'll do it with mine. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. We're not like obsessed or anything. No, not at all. Anyways, okay. So divination, because she could see the future. Future. In Ireland and Scotland, a representation of Brigid would be paraded around the community by girls and young women. Usually, it was a doll-like figure known as a bridog. Oh. Bridog? Bridog? B-R-I-D-E-O-G, but the O has a thing over it. Yeah, I don't know. Bridog? Bridog? I don't know. Oh, that sounds much better than what I said. Probably completely wrong. I just Mm -hmm. make noises with my mouth. See, that's what I do, and I... I hope that people, uh, I, I do a lot of rolls and then, you know, people lo- usually think that. A lot I, of flourishes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fake it. I fake it till I make it. There you go. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm doing that here. Uh, it would, so this doll, the Bridog, would be made from rushes or reeds and clad in bits of cloth, flowers, or shells. Okay, make her pretty. The Hebrides, Hebrides. Oh, we had this one before. Hebrides. All right, it's pronounced Hebrides. That's a hard word. In the Hebrides of Scotland, a bright shell or crystal called, oh God, this is so hard. Ruelle Iola Bride, which is the guiding star of Brigid. Oh, I like that. was, Was set was stitched onto the chest of the doll. Mm-hmm. So these girls would carry it in the procession while singing a hymn to Brigid. Everybody wore white Ooh. with their hair unbound as a symbol of purity and youth. Oh, that sounds like it'd be so beautiful. It would, right? They visited every house in the area where they received either food or more decorations for the doll. That sounds like my kind of holiday. I know. It seems go to every house and get food. Sign me up. Feed me. It's like reverse Girl Scouts. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Afterwards, they feasted in a house with the doll set in a place of honor and put it to bed with lullabies. Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't it cute? In many places, only unwed girls could carry the dog. But in some uh, parts of both Ireland and Scotland, girls and boys were allowed to carry it oh. and participate. Okay, I like that. So, 
you know how okay i'm i'm gonna throw a left hook at you okay so you know how we use a groundhog to predict the weather on february yeah, february 2nd no there's no such thing as coincidences because today is groundhog so, day as we were recording today's groundhog day embolic lasts for 24 hours so you start it on february 1st and then you go for 24 hours and as soon as february 2nd starts that's when you're supposed to predict the future mm-hmm. the weather just like Poxitani Phil. Poxitani. So listen, listen. Poxitani Phil <laughs> is America's groundhog. And he tells us if it's going to be an early spring or late winter. However, this tradition started in, in the way I'm about to describe. That was a terrible segue. But listen. <laughs> I'm listening. I liked it. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Embolic was a traditionally a time of weather divination. And the tradition of watching to see if serpents or badgers came from their winter dens may have been the forerunner for North America's Groundhog Day. A Scottish Gaelic proverb about the day goes like this. The serpent will come from the hole on the brown day of Brydde, though there should be three feet of snow on the flat surface of the ground. It doesn't make sense. Because it's in English, yeah. but in Gaelic, it rhymes and it sounds really pretty. So essentially, it's exactly what we do with the groundhog. We wait to see if he comes out of his stinking den. Right, if he sees a shadow. Mm-hmm. So Imbolic was believed to be the day when Kailich, mm-hmm. uh, which is the divine hag of Gaelic tradition. Oh, that's me. First off, hell Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a divine hag. If, you know, if I'm going to be a hag, I might as well be divine. I want to be a divine hag. Um, so the divine hag gathers her firewood for the rest of winter. Legend has it that if she wishes to make the winter last a good while longer, she will make sure the weather on Imbolic is bright and sunny so she can gather plenty of firewood. Therefore, People would be relieved if Imbolc is a day of foul weather, as it means that Kaliach is asleep and winter is almost over, which is good for us because it snowed super hard yesterday. It did. It did. I like that. Yeah. Yesterday was gross. Yeah. You know, and the, and Puxtani Phil predicted a short winter. He also bit the mayor's ear. Oh, he did. I didn't hear about that. (laughs) I'm sure the mayor deserved it. He put the fucking groundhog all the way up to the ear like the groundhog was going to whisper into his ear. (laughs) I mean, he deserved it then. Yeah. He deserves respect, okay? He should be revered. He was definitely being manhandled. Yes. So, as tradition with uh, Imbolic and Brigid, many people choose to clean their house light candles and feast it's a traditional holiday that may seem so old and yet is still much beloved and celebrated by the irish scots welsh and neo-pagans of today i really like it i think we should start celebrating it you know also we i guess we kind of do except ours involves football because the first weekend the first sunday of february is usually the super bowl which is we feast (laughs) we do feast Maybe that's how we keep the gods alive in our own unique. Maybe. 
dystopian way. Maybe, maybe. So the I didn't do that much research on February 2nd because I was mostly focusing on Imbolig. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I read that February 2nd is Candlemas, Candle Day, Candlemas. You're supposed to light your candles. Oh, yeah. I think I've so, heard that before. Yeah, after you celebrate Imbolic, you're supposed to light your candles. Oh, I'm going to go light some candles right now. I did look for like some real juicy historical details because I thought for sure I heard a rumor about Imbolic having like orgy connotations mm. um, because of springtime. But I, oh, think yeah. that, I think that is a different holiday. Mm, probably. That's the spring equinox. Maybe. is really just the uh, story for Brigid. That's Brigid's day. Um, yeah, it's kind of more about her than than like equinox or anything. Right, and it's it's the marker. It's the day that celebrates the marker in between the two. Right. The winter, winter solstice and spring equinox. So right. I think the spring equinox is when people get down and do the dirty probably there's probably some naked dancing and stuff i don't know we'll have to do an episode on that yeah because i think the spring one is beltane yes and i know beltane so we'll have to to do an episode on that then uh may 1st is beltane okay so last week of april we'll do an episode on it so we can prepare celebrate unless it involves orgies i'm not doing that you don't want to participate in a traditional wholesome orgy <laughs> uh, it depends who's in it that's fair chris evans, hey. if chris evans is there anyways this has been into the rabbit hole <laughs> we're, we're really bad at this yeah, um we got a couple more uh ratings on itunes i appreciate y'all but you aren't leaving comments so i don't know who to thank personally well um, thank you to whoever gave us uh itunes ratings mm-hmm. we also, appreciate it again big shout out to australia they're our number two yes tell your friends we want you guys to be number one Number uh, one, number one. I think I'm going to be coming to New Zealand in a year and a half. So there you live go. tour. <laughs> I'm going to try and convince Kenzie to come. Yeah, I don't know because I'm scared to fly that long. I mean, 22 hours. That's what, like six Almost movies? Almost an entire day. No. So what we do is we bring the whole Lord of the Rings series, right? The extended oh, edition. there you go. And then we can watch it oh. on the plane ride there. I wonder how many people do that. Uh, probably quite a few. Because <laughs> it's a good yeah, amount they of just, that should be the, the That should definitely be an in-flight option. They probably have like the digital versions for sale on the way there in the airport. But it'll be fun. You'll oh, see. Okay. Anyways, this has yes. been fun. I'm sorry my episode was so short. But there you have it. It, it wasn't that short. 36 minutes and i I loved it okay good you loved it yeah well we'll have we'll be sure to do some more mythology episodes yeah let us know if you are interested in like some of the mythology stuff so for a while i I tried to stay away from it just to get like a real handle on what our content is for the show 
but I feel mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more free to play with different subjects. So let us know if you guys like it. Yes, please do. So where can they find us? <clears throat> they can find us on Facebook at Into the Rabbit Hole Podcast. Um, Twitter and Instagram, rabbit hole underscore pod. And then our email, if you want to email us, is into the rabbit hole dash podcast at gmail.com. Oh, our website is into the rabbit hole dot podcast at gmail. Nope, just kidding. I already said that. Into the rabbit hole dot podcast dot com. I'm sorry, I'm distracted because my cat is being really adorable right now. Is and that what I hear? She's just being so cute. Yes. She's on her cat tower and she she pretends it's a stripper pole and she just twirls herself around it. Aww, baby. And it's really funny. She's like a contortionist. She does some really interesting moves. I think she was a stripper in a past life. Yeah, probably. Anyway, that's where you can find us. And yeah, did I get everything? That sounds good. Yeah, I mean, people can Google us. We're we're out there. Yes. We're Googleable. Go to Apple iTunes. Give us a five star. Tell us what you want to yeah. say. We'll probably say it. Yeah, um, we, we will. And say it. that's it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay, bye.